Welcome back to Anything Goes with The Bodies. And uh, sweetheart, we are not in our usual recording location. We are not. But it's a house nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It's a nice house. Okay. Are we describing it? <laughs> That's going to be for my what we're into. What we're into. Oh, okay. Let's get to that then. What are you into? <laughs> so I'm in to and in the Balara Content House. Balara Content. Okay. Uh, Balara Studio and Content House. Yes. Okay. So this is a content house. It's actually, why am I into this? And you will agree mm-hmm. about why I'm into it. It's because I've always wanted something like this. Yes, you have. I have been saying this for years that, you know, if I, if I could have a place na para siyang venue for wedding, events, also workshops, mm-hmm. it's kind of like this because yeah. it's like huge. Ilang ano nga ba? He, he told me earlier. 2,500. 2,500 mm-hmm. square meters, yeah. right? So uh, it's very, very pretty here. If you guys are checking us out on Spotify or Apple, as a podcast, you can also view this on my channel. It's going to be on Rika Perelejo Bonifacio on the YouTube mm-hmm. platform. And you're going to see it there. You do a I mini tour of this place. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So, makikita niya kung gano'n siya kaganda. And yeah, yun lang. I'm just into it because I've always been a believer of how spaces are just so useful. Yeah. And how they're designed they could be designed in such a way to, you know, achieve a certain goal mm-hmm. that could rather be, uh, well, that would be very experiential. Yeah. Na magaang yung place or feeling mo very, very light. Yung parang it can help you get into the mood mm-hmm. of whatever you're getting into. Yeah, I was thinking also like, yeah, studio, content creation, definitely, events, definitely. But even like, because right now, offices, you don't need a long-term office or a, a big standing office for everybody. But occasionally, you're going to want to get your whole team together. You could bring them here. You know, you could have a team building here. You could have a strategic planning here. And it's so spacious, so conducive. This is why I say that, you know, big spaces are really useful because it could be anything. It's so highly customizable to whatever you may need for the moment. You know what's nice about it is it's not just empty. It's largely empty. But there are crucial elements, you know, like there's fans or there's nice lighting. So, yes, it's customizable, but you could use these lights. It's not like you mount everything from scratch. And whatever they put in this space, it's like they're so not obtrusive that you could opt to do without it. Mm -hmm. But then when you have it, it's also not so loud and not so distinct that it makes it parang look so ah okay yung parang alam mo na yan na yan lang yon that's that space yes, diba hindi yes. siya landmarkish yes. it's very plain it's very basic so the way it's designed is so minimalist that you know yun nga parang you could just add on anything to it and it becomes different yes i guess may pagka chameleon siya in that sense so yeah we're here and we kind of chose this place also to be like the place where we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about today because we wanted something like a house but not in our house mm-hmm. because <laughs> ang hirap alam niyo naman kung ilang beses kaming nade-disturb ng aming mga anak when we are at home when when, when we're trying to record a podcast so eto medyo a few hours away from them 
and uh, I hope it works. Yep, it's really nice. So what are you into? Today I'm going to go with an app. Okay. Because I don't want to say audiobooks again. So I like this app for playing my audiobooks. <laughs> and so uh, for those of you who know uh, the iOS, Apple Music is one of the hardest, most, you know, like parang such a hassle app to use. You know, there's, such a, there's only one way to load it. It's, it's just classic Apple where some parts are very useful and very intuitive. And you're like, oh, this is amazing. You really know what users need. And there are some parts about Apple that are like, you just really want to ignore what users need. People have been saying for so long they need this, they need that. And you just don't want to do that, you know. And that's because they're very like proprietary and that kind of thing. And so a good music player or audiophile player for the Mac is always a challenge for iOS. And I found one that I really, really like. It's called Flakbox. Oh. F-L-A-C Box. I've never heard of that. And uh, one thing I like about it is there's so many ways to bring files into your phone. All right. So you could bring in in the usual way, like connecting your iPhone to your PC and then dragging and dropping files. That's one way. But then you can also get files directly from cloud services. So for example, Dropbox, OneDrive, Mega, Google Drive. Your audio files are there. You can connect it immediately. And it's not even like you have to download it onto your phone. It can be playing directly from the Google file. So you're, you're saving space Oh, nice! on your phone. But if you want to download it from that online cloud drive, it also works. I find it amazing how app development is based always on how effective the last app was. Yeah, and people are responding. And when they respond, they say what they like about it and what they wish they had pa of it, para yeah. more of it. And that's how they come up with like these new apps. Yes. To, they're like creative solutions to whatever you are looking for that you couldn't find in the previous ones. Yes, agree. And you know, there are other apps that have done this. Uh, but what makes Flakbox parang sub stand out for me is by the time you're talking about audiobooks, for example, you're talking about hundreds of files. Yeah. Right? Like a single audiobook could be a single file that's like, uh, you know, several hours long or like 50 files, 100 files. So, I'm looking for one with a great file management interface where I can select all, I can drag yeah. and drop, parang ganon. VLC kind of did that for me, but it was a little tricky and I would get frustrated. But Flackbox has just been so easy. Select all, download. Select all, put in this folder. Select all, reorganize. Select all, make a playlist. It's just amazing. I only have one comment about it where VLC still stands out and it's that VLC has that double tap forward or backward 10 seconds ability. And it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that. I have to long press. I wonder if those things are like withheld for a reason. I don't know. That would be such a weird thing to withhold. No, no, no. Because sometimes, yeah, I feel like some of these developers like intellectual property. I may be wrong. I'm just guessing. Mm -hmm. Might like copyright stuff like that. Only because if you put it all in one app, and this is why it's not all in one app, because they would withhold something. Maybe. Just because, eh, kung wala kang ganun, they'll still come to me for that. Yeah. Parang ganun. Yeah, that doesn't make sense though because they're competitors. Like, why wouldn't you? But it, it's possible what you're saying uh, na maybe VLC owns that double tap 10 seconds forward, you know, for an audio player. What, what you're saying that it doesn't make sense because they're competitors? It makes all the more sense because when you're a competitor, I mean like, Whoever goes after you, na copyright mo na siya. Oh yeah, that's what I agree with. Okay, uh, right. yeah. What I was saying was, why would Flakbox withhold it just because VLC has it? But if VLC owns that, no, no, then no, no. Yes. That's what yeah, I was talking what, about. This is why I'm thinking 
Yeah, ang galing naman nung ginawa ng flashbox, flak, 'di ba? Nakalimutan pa nila 'yon. It's such a basic thing. So I'm thinking it was withheld from them because of like a copyright intellectual property reason. Maybe, maybe. So, so I don't know, but I I like this. FLAC box. I have what 10 no gigs already it. worth of uh, audio files here. It's just Uh, everything I want to listen to in one stop. So Carla knows cool. this. I'll, I'll work Let's out. Let's see to... now who gets to win this. So for those of you who are just joining in, we have this thing going on on Anything Goes With The Bonnies on IG. We always have this like mini war <laughs> battle. We always talk about what we're into because beginning of the podcast. And so we'd pit one with the other. So whatever I picked for the day and then whatever he picked for the day. Tingnan natin kung sinong mananalo. So ako, so Ito, Malara Content, Content House Studio House or the versus Flackbox Audio App. <laughs> Kasi, right. alam nyo naman, natatalo tayo sa mga binakol eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep using food then, so I'll always win. Okay. Alright, now we're going to our much-awaited topic of the day. Topic of the day. Okay, so what's the topic we're of the day? We're talking about mental health. And specifically, specifically your mental, my health, mental health or lack of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're talking about it because I've been I've been kind of like hinting on it on my social media platforms. It's stronger than a hint. Yeah, or I uh, I would share bits and pieces of yes, it, but never the full yes. story. Uh-oh. And I would do so because I feel whatever I think, I would express it mm-hmm. on my channels. And every time I do that, people just... It just resonates with a lot of other people who have gone through the same thing. And so it makes them feel a little less alone. Mm-hmm. And a little less weird for mm-hmm. thinking those thoughts. Na, and ako rin, nagugulat ako na, oh, okay, somebody like you can think that way. Yeah, yung, yeah. Medyo ganun yung reaction namin sa isa't isa. So that's kind of like the reason why we are sharing this. Because we want to be ultimately of help. And by help, we don't mean that we are going to offer solutions. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not psychologists, psychiatrists. We're not trained to do that. But the help that we're talking about is that if somebody narrates her experience of it, it could be somewhat a relief to others who are going through it yeah, yeah. and might find comfort in knowing that you are not alone. Yeah. And I think that what's especially different about this podcast is that you are also going to share with others how it is to be living with someone who's crazy. Yes. <laughs> no, not I mean like crazy, but okay, yes. Okay, yung alam mo yung when I say crazy, hindi yung ano ha, yung parang napepicture natin na baliw ganyan. Yeah, so, so not like a psychological or psychiatric It's evaluation. It's more of like more like a lurker girl. <laughs> like that that's what we mean. <laughs> It's more of like when you're losing the original mind that you had. You you know how yeah. your mind works, you know how how you are when you're okay, and then suddenly you wake up and everything's just different. So yun, parang syempre for me, mahalaga na masabi ko yung part ko. Pero mahalaga rin siguro na masabi mo yung part mo. Because a lot of people did not sign up for this. Yeah. Like, especially husbands. I'm thinking, when you got married, it wasn't as if 
it was stated there that at one point your wife is going to yeah. suffer something mentally. Or vice versa, you know, some yeah, wives oh, have to endure their husbands. Wala namang crash course for that, diba? Yeah. So parang you really need as much help as you can also, no, as a support in that entire ordeal. Yeah. And I think, one, I, I like that we're sharing this now from your story. I've seen people and I've heard from people who have talked to you and said, buti na lang, ano, and it encourages us. Sometimes it encourages us to hear people's testimony and hear that they broke through and that things are okay. It gives us hope that, oh, okay, I can believe for a breakthrough for myself. It also encourages us to know when people are going through something similar. Na, ah, hindi lang pala ako. Alam mo yon na may dumadaan rin dito, may pinagdadaan rin ng ganito at naintindihan nila kung saan ako nanggagaling. At kung may pag-asa pa sila, siguro naman may pag-asa pa ako. Yeah. And it's the same, I like what you said also about the stories of people who know loved ones who are going through this because, yeah, it is sumasangayan eh. It's networked, diba? Our lives are networked, our loves are networked. And that means our pain is networked as well and it affects one another. So, yeah. And it largely affects then kasi the healing process of the person yeah, who, uh, yeah. who is suffering, who is going through it. It can hinder, which I have yes. done. Yes. It can help, which I have done. So, yes. both are... Actually, very crucial yon. I think I don't I don't remember who, but somebody told me that when they went to the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist said that I'm not going to talk to you if your family is not willing to come with you, mm-hmm. because you will be going home to them, mm-hmm. and they gotta know what's happening to you. Yep. And I need to know if they're causing anything <laughs> in your home that makes you the way that you are. Yep. So yun. Yeah, so uh, one final disclaimer before we get to it. This is descriptive. We're describing the journey that we've been through, what Carla's gone through. We'll, again, we're not the man in a position to prescribe yeah. anything. But and it, if we are to prescribe anything, it's really more generic. It's not, you know, a lot of people ask me, parang, should I go to somebody or what should I take and stuff like that. We're not going to do that here. Yeah. It's more of like... We can't tell what you have taken if you have taken anything. But not to say that everybody should do that. Yeah. Descriptive, you know. Okay. All right. Let's get it on. <laughs> let's get it on. Okay. Go. So we're going to start. We, we actually don't know how to start this. So we just made a, like a rough outline. Yes. And um, it begins with how did it start? What did it feel? Actually, ako hindi ko rin masyadong alam kung kailan. I just have an idea of what could maybe parang could have started it. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes way, way before that. Okay, in the sense that I feel like I haven't been okay for the in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Pero prior to that, may mga events na that contributed yeah. to when it started. Yeah. And I only realized that when I was going through grief counseling and my counselor said that, oh, what you have is rapid fire trauma. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, anong ibig sabihin ng rapid fire trauma? Parang sunod-sunod daw yung nangyara sa akin and I have had en- not enough time yeah. to get up and recover before another blow yeah. comes on me again. Yes. And um, I think, no, when she said that, I realized that I really have gone through a lot mm-hmm. because I gave birth to my first son 2014 and then we lost our second baby, mm-hmm. 2016, tama ba yes. Yeah, yeah, 2016. After that, 2017, we lost again. Mm-hmm. And then I got pregnant, 2018. Mm-hmm. So you could just imagine all the hormonal changes <laughs> that are also influenced heavily by like the emotions yep. of not not getting the babies. Yeah. 
I mean, like losing the babies, that's death. Yep. Is that a definition that we got from na parang trauma is when you've had well, an experience of like a threat on your life or something? Yeah, physical, they would say. And I don't know, because that was what the psychiatrist that we that I heard from, that I shared with you, you watched the video, defined it. And I don't know if she would define it this way. As, because namatay ba si Carla? Parang ganun. Or may danger bang mamamatay si Carla? But whatever it was, whether or not, it, ha- it was very it traumatic. impactful. Oh, it was a very impactful event. And it was one after the other. I think the other thing is, besides those things, you've got childhood stuff, you've got the way we would relate to each other early in our marriage that would stay there, you know? And yeah. So I would liken it to like a physical injury where let's say I got an injury as a teenager and it doesn't bother me in my 20s, doesn't bother in my 30s, but in my 40s, now it hurts. Yeah. You know, and we know people like that, right? Maybe you're someone like that. I know someone who had to have major back surgery in his 50s ba because of an injury from his 20s. And when he's 20, 30, 40, okay lang, ignore niya. By the time he was 50, the pain was just too great. And so there were stuff like that, right? Stuff from your childhood. Yeah, From definitely. the way we talk to one another early in our marriage. So sometimes it feels like, bakit ngayon bumabalik lahat? And it's, I don't know if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or... I, you know, sa, may nagsabi rin sa akin. Of course, no, I don't know how true this is or like if all psychiatrists, psychologists believe in it. Na parang when a lot of things come back to you and then you kind of get hurt and pained yeah, yeah. about them after how many years of not really knowing na yeah, nandun, yeah, yeah. Or, nandun or siya. Or acting like, okay lang naman eh. Alam ko naman to. Oo. Ang sabi, the brain is ready to process. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. And, you know, I mean like in everything that has happened to me, I think what I'm learning also is how the body works mm-hmm. and how everything is which is you know uh, what the book i'm reading right now yeah. is really talking about the, bo- the body keeps the score yeah. we are so i think that's the design of god kasi that spirit mind soul body are, it's a holistic thing yeah, yeah. like we're not supposed to be just oh we're going to be angels when we die <laughs> Alam mo yeah. yon? like spiritual casper like i believe we're going to eat in the new heavens and new earth. Yeah, so there's this material Delicious manifestation food. that is uh, just as just as divine yeah. as the spirit or the immaterial. Yeah, and you know, because we're talking about when it started, eh, diba? so we could say that the beginnings of the condition or the depression was during those miscarriages, diba? Yeah, I think but it... But we can point back to events even before those things that were all coming back to you now, right? And <laughs> it was a mix. There maybe were moments of gold, flashes of light, but there were also things that seemed like, you know... Ay, <laughs> but but it was, it's a mix. But I, I, I want to say lang, I love what you said about the brain is ready to process. And for those who are followers of Jesus, that's our assurance. Eh? God does not reopen wounds only with an intent to cause pain. There may be pain, but it's with an intent to heal. In fairness, actually, pain is good. Yeah. Because that alerts you that something is wrong. Yeah, and maybe we've become numb to it, but We've lived with it. And may tinatama si Lord eh. So masakit siya. It's almost like a bone that didn't set properly. And sometimes, diba, surgeons have to re-break the bone and it'll cause intense pain, but with an intent to heal. And to heal yes. better than the makeshift or, or improvised way of healing and we had before. And this is why also I feel like in the last three years, I broke down na. It's because of all of those years of trying to not mind the pain. Yeah. It's really trying to... Uh, diba, I often tell you, now I understand 
of course, now you understand a lot of things in hindsight. When yeah. you're going through it, you're like, I'm just lost. Yeah. I don't want this. I want to get out of this. Yeah, yeah. And it almost but, felt like there's no solution. So, baka yeah. I should just end I mean, my life. I mean, really, I really went up to the point of hopelessness na nag-surrender na ako na if this is gonna be my life. Parang Lord, just help me exist. Yeah. Lord, just help me get up in the morning, be okay enough to face the kids and my husband, and then go to sleep again. Yeah. Parang yun na lang yung pinaka kaya kong i-pray for. Yeah. Because I can't even see past it. Yeah. Like, I can't even say that I'm gonna heal from this because yeah. there were attempts and there were, you know, it kind of felt like a few times before it na, ito na, parang I was able to break through and then it comes back again. Yeah, yeah. So, yung parang nakaka-ano rin yun eh, nakaka-demoralize yeah, na yeah. you think you've gone past it and yeah. then you go back to it again and you're in that hole again. So, I ended up just, I do remember that, I, that was how I was last December to January, I was just praying that, Lord, just help me exist. Yeah. That was my the only prayer I could pray. You know, it, um, I agree with that. And you know, I think of like good friends of ours, Deba, who they themselves are going through this or their loved ones are. And how demoralizing it is, like you said, to think that it's behind you, you know, and then it comes back and it's like, oh, I thought this was done. And so, yeah, we have no quick fixes there. I just want to go back to that we point. We can empathize with that. That, we, that I was saying earlier, na, it's like all of that pent up pain. Mm-hmm. Like all these years, I, I often tell him na, sa sobrang pain ng buhay ko, kung ginawan ko ng time to mind all of that pain, <laughs> <laughs> bata pa lang siguro ako, patay na ako. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ganun. And, and think of like how, how our body develops calluses, di ba? Nagkakakalyo tayo kasi kung kikiskisan mo lagi yung paa mo ng ganyan, di ba? Then, anong gusto mo? Sugat na lang lagi? Araw-araw, Uh-oh. dumudugo ka? Parang, ayun na naman, may dugo na naman ako. Yung katawan natin, gumagawa na ng paraan, it makes a process that, okay, let me just form a callus. Alright, so that you can keep doing whatever you're doing. So that's kind of how I Do you want to talk about it. that? What are some of those calluses that it was like pinalambot ni Lord at napaaray ka ng matinding-matinding? I guess siguro ang pinakamatindi sa akin is when I just stopped. I have a few in mind though. Oh, sige, ikaw. Anong sa tingin mo? Uh, based on my analysis, Miss Rika, uh, when I study you, I can compare, I can add it into three uh, categories. Uh, the first, Tito Almadin. <laughs> he does not talk that way. He's a he's a better speaker, naman din. But, no, but he talks like a, an old wise man. It's like, uh, oh, get on. I would say family, and then I would say your work, and then I would say some foundational things in our marriage. Parang those are the three categories. That? That w- were old wounds that were reopened during this time. Sa family, the most glaring is the absence of the strong relationship with your dad. Mm-hmm. And that is like, for me, uh, getting to know Carla, it was like one of the most obvious calluses of your heart. Now when I was like, there's no way that doesn't hurt. Then you're like, nope, it really doesn't hurt. And I said, that, that's impossible. How could you not have a relationship with your dad and not care? And you're like, it, that's just my life. You know, I really just don't care. So number one is daddy issues. Okay. No. Number two is mommy issues. But that was way more fresh because you actually prayed about it. You actually had conversations with your yeah, mom. Yeah, I think Ang ganda the, nga nun eh, the na difference between my mom and my dad is that when I got angry at her, 
I was able to express it. You engaged and she engaged. She engaged and we were able to resolve it. Yep. And we got to keep the yep. relationship, which is why I appreciate her very much. I mean, also having to receive, nagmaldita rin talaga ako sa nanay ko, no? I mean, hindi naman license na porque nasaktan niya ako. May nagawa siya sa akin na magiging bad din ako sa kanya. Do you want to say what you did? It's, it's a I think we've cool mentioned story. it a couple of times on the podcast that I threw her entire PC unit out of the house because I just got so <laughs> mad with what she said <laughs> mga years ago. Tinapo ko doon sa labas kasi nabwisit ako sa kanya. Ganyan. So, Tapos, akala niyo dramatic yung naman roles na ginaganap niya. Minsan, Uh-oh. mas dramatic yung totoong buhay. <laughs> At saka yung nakakatawa dyan, ako rin naman yung nagpagawa. So, tatanga-tanga lang. <laughs> Ikaw rin magpapakayos. Ako rin nagbayad. Ikaw rin magpapakayos. Akaloka, ba't ka pa nagtapo ng PC unit? <laughs> I remember <laughs> when you told me you did that because we were already dating at the time, right? And I would just remember thinking, Oh my! Someone I need, to hug, I need to hug her. Okay, alika dito. Yeah. So yeah. So you're saying my family with my mommy. Yeah. What else? I think so. Work. You are just such a performer, just by default. You know, and it's not just because you were made to perform, but even in that industry, you have a level of professionalism that I've heard from your colleagues. I've heard from your directors. I've heard from your EPs, the handlers. Yeah. Na I serika on time yan. Well, yeah, but that's also kind of like well, because we are holistic, it all kind of like is interconnected with each other. Because yeah. I feel like my workaholism also points back to the me being uh, the breadwinner for yeah, yeah. a time. And they have a term for this in, I'm not sure, sa counseling. It's called parental inversion. Yeah, What yeah. your parents should be doing for you, you, you do, do for them. them. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're, some of you, maybe it's not financial, but like you're the, the one counseling uh, your parents usually how to get along, sa mga how to be mo, namatay yung magulang, lalo yeah. na maaga pa. Tapos you have to assume the position of like, let's say, the dad or the mom na nawala. Or yung madalas nga, nag-aaway yung mag-asawa, mm-hmm. tapos ikaw yung tagabate. And then it can warp you. It can warp you yeah. the way you view home because it's like, your view is authorities breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I have to take a role that isn't mine because they can't do their jobs. Yes. Plus the fact that, you know, financially, everyone kind of depended on me for many years. And so it was like a wiring in my head as I was getting older and my mind was being shaped at the time. Diba? Na parang nag-start ako 12 years old. Habang tumatanda ako, nafoform lang nafoform yung mind ko na, I need to get up. I need to work. If I don't work, everything falls down. Yep, yep. And so I could never let myself Break not down. work yeah. and break down. Th- this is ano ha, so funny. This really happened to me at the peak of my career. Yung talagang nagtetelesery ako back to back ganon. I would never get sick mm-hmm. while I had a telesery going on. Mm-hmm. But every time a telesery finishes, my body just breaks down. Mm-hmm. Like to the point of hospital levels. Yeah, yeah. Madedextrose ako, magdudugo ako for one month, mm. ganyan. It's like my body knows and it's I could command my body, yeah. don't break down yeah. until it is really time to rest. And that rest is dictated by my work. Yep. Not even dictated by my body or the rhythm of life. Ako, yeah. Or yeah. the rhythm of life, like the normal rhythm of life. Yeah. Yon. And I think that was part of the re-break that God had to do because you could not perform. And I think that's part of what shook your identity to the root that the ultimate performer can no longer perform. Yes. That's and that's why God was so good to go that deep. Yes. You know, so th- those are the two. And then the third one would be foundational stuff in our marriage where I did not realize how I was 
unintentionally reinforcing some of those things. So for example, just perform. Just perform. Just perform. Be a leader. You know, I mean, because that, that's my default. Eh. My default is not, okay, that sucked. Ow. Alam mo yan, when I get a wound, I don't stop to say, ow, that hurt. You know what I mean? I'm more like, suck it up, keep going. Parang ganon. And there was an, a key incident that you keep referring to, which is when you got shamed during on social media. And my response to you was, all right, suck it up, keep going. Parang ganon. It wasn't... Yeah, I can't, I can't forget. Sabi niya sa akin, so galit na galit na yung mundo sa akin. Siyempre, exaggeration naman yung mundo. Baka mga Pilipino lang. Di naman galit sa akin yung mga Amerikano. Yeah. So, but... Yung Slovenia, galit sa <laughs> Actually, nalista ko lahat ng bansang galit sa'yo. Hindi nga majority eh. Kaya nga sabi ko, suck it up, keep uh, going. So, dinagagalit na sila sa akin. This first time ko talaga ma-viral. Eh, that time, I think hindi pa rin naman uso ma-viral. Yeah, yeah. So, nobody knew like na... Ngayon, kung ma-shame ka, kung mabash ka, parang... Parang hello. may agency ka na eh. Kasi parang, ay, nako, it Join happens to everyone. Uh, uh, uh. Parang ganon. At that time, it was really just... Honestly, I wasn't saying anything bad. I was just expressing my frustration na bakit ba people... But at the wrong people. You said nurses. At the wrong eh. people. Oo, at the wrong people. Nagkamali naman talaga ako ng tao. Pero parang, alam mo yung, sino ba yung hindi ganon na mm. nagsasabi, ito mga nurses na to, parang ganyan. And ang mali ko lang talaga, nalagay ko siya sa isang public space na hindi ko naman akalain, ganun na rin pala kalaki mm. at that time. So it felt to me like This Twitter was, was like... This time when Twitter stopped being a happy place. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Twitter was before? It's like you and your friends... And so I, I felt like I was just complaining to like my close knit whatever. Yeah, so basically, community. Carla went for a checkup, and she said while she was there, she was feeling sick. Yung staff sa medical arts building nagpapa picture sa kanya. Oh. And so she tweeted. At sakan sa katakat na talaga ng sikmura ko yung parang sa akin. Sabi ko please kung magpapa picture kayo, pwede sabay sabay na lang. That's what I said. Pa. Yeah, yeah. And then they said sige po, sige po. And then what they did was like isa isa pa. pa. pa rin, eh so parang sakat ng chan ko. So parang nagbaburst na ako in irritability. So she tweeted about the unprofessionalism of nurses in, in, in So anyway, Luke's. it blew up. It blew and up. You had medical professionals saying things like, some of them were professional. Like, kahit ganyanin mo kami, aalagaan ka pa rin namin. Papasalamat ka pa yeah. sa mga nurses. And you nurse. know, honestly, I and feel like... And others who said, sige ka, pag ikaw mapunta dito, hindi kita aalagaan uh, hanggat mamatay kayo ng pamilya nyo. Parang ganun. And I don't even think those were real fair, nurses. To be fair, feeling ko naman din kasi, na ngayon ko na lang nare-realize, no? Na hindi naman din siguro magre-react yung mga yun kung hindi lang pinalaki. Yeah. May mga nagpalaki lang din talaga. Yo. Nag-pick up ng, ng news tapos they wanted it to go viral well, for their own sake. Buhay so anyway, buhay. so that's what so, happened. And you can just imagine my shock that you don't... I would be like, huh? I just said something and it blew up like that. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling so bad. And then a couple of people pa who were close to me ang sabi na parang when they would talk to me, they would say, uh, alam mo naman that this would affect your family, no? Parang ganon. Na, ako naman, yes, yes, ganyan. Tapos talagang sobrang sad ko na mali talaga yung nagawa ko. Ganyan. Tapos I remember you going home and then telling me, sabi ko sa'yo eh, di mo na dapat ginagawa yung mga ganyan eh. Mm. Or di mo na dapat sinasagot yan. And I was like, Ah, okay. Ako naman, I was just really taking it in. I wasn't even taking it against you. At the time, yeah. At the yeah. time, because I was like, no, no, I'm wrong. Yun nga yung mali eh. Parang yeah. noon pa lang, hindi ko man lang aaminin sa sarili ko na nasaktan pala ako yep. noon. Na, and, and I wouldn't even... keep performing mentality. I would not even tap into that agency that I have na, hey, you know what? I may have been wrong in the way I said it. 
but I'm not evil. Yeah. <laughs> Parang talaga, can you not be on my side or at least affirm me naman? Alam nyo naman na nagets ko na kung ano yung mali ko sa yes. picture and all that. So parang none of them except for one person I super remember. Mm-hmm. It was just my manager, Cher Gioscos. I was talking to her and I was like feeling so bad, sabi niya. But you know, if you, if you just keep saying what they want to hear, then you're keeping status quo. You know that, right? In other words, siya nagsabi, oh, may point ka. May point ka. Uh-oh. Oo, may Uh-oh. point ka. They shouldn't because na-validate ako na tama naman eh na hindi mm-hmm. sila dapat nagpapapicture sa may sakit. Parang <laughs> ganun. So, na-validate lang yung heart ko na please huwag niyong gawin to sa mga pasyente niyo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so parang that was like, like a key moment na I felt like that's what started my distancing myself from you. Yeah. Na, okay, he's not on my side. Yeah. And, and this thought that for him, what matters is I perform. Yeah. And I, I'm saying this for loved ones no, who might wonder like, why does this person feel like I keep setting them off? Because that, that can feel unfair. And me speaking as someone who's like, anong problema mo? Anong ginawa ko sa'yo? Diba? Ba't ganito ka sa'kin? And I think for us, it's important for us to take responsibility for the things we can or we must take responsibility for. And that doesn't mean that you're taking the blame for their entire situation. Doesn't have to be that way. Doesn't have to be that way. And because sometimes when they're going through what they're going through, there's there's a lot of false accusation there sometimes. So it feels like, oh, parang you're defending yourself. Yeah, that's valid. I was sorry. But that, that's valid. Yun. And if we're not careful, we'll take on a very defensive stance from our loved one. And that prohibits us from showing love to them. And so when Carla was bringing these things up to me, I was like, there were times where I was really thinking, this is so unfair. Ang tagal na nito. Ano, anong kinala? Nag-sorry nga ako nung panahon na yun. Di ba? Burning up mo na nga. But I want to encourage you that for one, take responsibility. You are sorry. You were wrong. You've said sorry for that. But this is their process of healing. And that's what enabled me to listen to Carla going through that. When, when I realized, ah, she's healing. Buti nga sumasakit na to. Buti nga natutunaw na yung kalyo. Buti nga nasas nabibigkas na yung mga bagay na to. Kasi, Ever since, alam kong may kalyo siya dyan eh. So, the fact na natutunaw na, na umaaray na siya, Lord, thank you, hinihil mo na yung asawa ko. And just take it. Sit there, listen. If it feels like they're saying it again. And let me say, I don't know if this is true for men to women kasi, but for women to men, what I've read about and what we've experienced is, mas gusto ko nga na sa akin na siya nagre-reklamo kaysa feeling niya hindi niya ako pwedeng kausapin tungkol sa mga hurts niya sa buhay. So, yeah, we're still on question number one. How did it start? Depends what you mean. Does it did it start with the birth of our son, or did it start from childhood? No, but I think the starting of the breaking down. Yeah, that would be three years ago, yeah. talaga. And that was right around the time that I got pregnant with Manu, and it was a very difficult pregnancy. Yes. And at the same time, so you have to so backtrack tayo, no? Nakakatawa na parang history yung buhay ko para sa inyong lahat ngayon. No? No, no. Pero backtrack tayo ng konti after two okay miscarriages. Okay ka lang ba na yung buhay mo in the public sphere? <laughs> Ewan ko, okay tanong mo this? sa 12 years old self oh. ko. O isa pa yung issue, another layer of issue yan, na personality ko, I'm an introvert. Yeah. But I was forced into an extrovert world. Yep. Without anyone guiding me into it. Without even anyone validating na you have yeah. a person of your own and that's fine. And this is how we work yeah. in this world. Parang ganon. So mm-hmm. you see, I mean like how many things mm-hmm. can actually affect you and make you the way that you are. But yeah, so... Yeah. So maybe this might help people who are like, I don't know when it started because 
I feel like there were inciting incidents like trigger points like the killing of the Archduke of Austria-Hungary. <laughs> diba? That triggered World War Aquino, I. Yung mga ganun. But at the same time, there are also all these historical, nationalistic, tribal, economic reasons that we're building up for decades na ito lang yung trigger point. Eh. And that's, if you feel that way, we can relate. Alright? So Carla yeah. can definitely relate. So yeah, then... What did you feel, love? What did you see about yourself? What did you think? Wait, I'm still talking about the the 20... Kasi that no, can you just perform? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm joking. <laughs> so 2018, that was when I got pregnant with Manu. That was also right around the time that Philip started changing. Yeah. For four years, he had no one okay. but... Mama, 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 I mama, really mama. hurt her here. Ay, oh, oh. <laughs> Kaya talaga, ngayon nare-realize mo na ba? Ikaw, ang cause but, ng na-joke. But I was really hurt by her here also. <laughs> May father-mother ka pa, ikaw lang pala yung na-joke. And, and, and I think, I wanna say, sometimes, for the loved ones who are trying to love someone going through this, it hurts naman talaga. What they do, what they say. And be careful because in your being hurt by them, your first move is a defensive lash back. Eh? And that's what I did to Carla. Yeah, so uh, he was starting to be a different person. I think it's part of a developmental of um, a son, change yeah. Yeah. of a person that at some point, especially boys now, they go to their dads instead of their moms yeah. anymore. Uh, not not, not and anymore. And you gotta understand, like, Philip was like such a mama's boy. Not in a bad way. You know, he wanted to fight. He wanted to wrestle with me. But mama was everything. Well, it was kind of everything also because his personality was. He didn't really like to be with a lot of people. Yeah. So, if there's parang medyo same kami. We actually were very similar, mm-hmm. the two of us. We're like drawn to each other because we're like, if we want to save space, it's just going to be the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> And then that changes. Yeah. Right around the time that I was pregnant and, and with the Philip second. And was like so obvious about it. He would be like, uh, uh, where do you want to sit? Beside Papa. Diba? Mm. Parang, are you going or, to take a bath? When will Papa take a bath? Like, it was literally like that. And saka parang nakikita ko na talaga siya nag enjoy ng life outside of me. Yeah. So not even just you eh. Like, he would enjoy your mom, yes. your dad, his cousin. You know, yun, lahat. Lahat na enjoy niya na. Na parang ako, wait a minute, parang... Sana ako pupulutin. Mm-mm. Ano nagagawin ko? I've been, you know, I've carved out my entire life for just the two of you, you yeah. and your papa. So, okay, bye. I guess bye to me. Yeah. And then, I was pregnant and the pregnancy was difficult na nga because I had so to be like... So, you couldn't be as active. Yeah, and I was like uh, injecting so many things in my body, yeah. yung mga ganyan. And at the same time, all the fear and the trauma from the past miscarriages... Of losing the baby again. I'm yung every day of my life waking up na am I gonna lose again? Am I gonna lose again? Any kind I don't of wanna spotting, lose now. Any kind of cramping. Yeah, would and send her into the So yung like conflicting panic. emotion lang of is it bad that I don't want to want this baby? Yeah. Yeah. Na I do. Kumbaga, I I want the baby. No doubt about it. But I don't want to want it so much so that when I lose the baby, I will still be okay. Yeah, you even had a spiritual wrestling there because you were like I remember one time I came home and Carla was just crying and crying and I said what's wrong and she said God gives and takes away and I said okay and she said yeah so what if God takes away this baby and I said well that would be terrible but we'll have to live through it and she goes what if God takes you 
what if God gives Philip? I'm just supposed to take it. I'm just supposed to be okay with him doing that. Yeah. I can't question him doing that. And I was like, oh my gosh, ang lala nang iniisip ng babaeng to. Kasi technically, totoo naman yung mga yon. Pero wala ka ng sense of assurance from God. And you actually pointed me to that verse in Job where he said, the Almighty terrifies me. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that's exactly how I feel now. This, this, this sentiment right here. Yeah, I couldn't. Um... I can't. I can't trust that you will not let me feel this much pain. It was so difficult to believe that God would not just do anything that he wanted to do. Because he it, does. Yeah. Yeah. So, it parang, parang nagkagap kami ni God. Yeah. Na, I can't really go to you anymore because I'm afraid that you will hurt me. Yeah. Ganon. Should we describe the incident where I lashed out at you? Say it as quickly as you can. Yeah, okay. So basically what happened was Carla was, because she was feeling pushed away by Philip, her defense mechanism was to push him also. Na since aalis ka lang rin naman, itodo na natin. Diba? Diyan ka na talaga. Diba? Kay papa mo ka na talaga. Sa pinsan mo ka na talaga. Sa lola mo, lola mo. Diyan yung gusto mo. Diba? Ganon. And so she would actively push him away like that. So for example, hey, do you want, where do you want to sit on this Disney on Ice event we were gonna watch? And she was like, no, don't sit with me. Sit over there. Yung ginaganon na si Philip. So si Philip parang nalilito. I don't think it marked him because, you know, he's clueless at that point. But you could tell na she was pushing him away. And that made me very angry. And I was very hurt by that. I was like, what are you doing? Like, I know you're going through stuff, but why are you hurting our son? Diba? Why are you attacking him this way? Na? And this is where the performance uh, mindset was being reinforced. Na parang, eh, diba, no matter what pain we're going through, we suck it up and we deal with it, but we can't do that to our kid. We can't do that to our mission. Alam mo, yung may ganun akong mindset. So I was furious with Carla for doing that. I was furious with her. So I'm driving. We just dropped Philip off at my mom's house. I'm thinking, what the heck is wrong with this girl? Dude, what kind of mother is like that? In the meantime, Carla's like, oh, thank God. It's just me and my husband. We get to spend time together because I really need a safe space with him right now. Oh my gosh, kawawa si Carla. So we're in the car together. She's hoping for that safe space. I'm furious and I just got mad at her uh, in the car. I was like, what are you doing? What is going on here? I can't believe you're doing this to our son. Ganun, ganun. Tapos, yun nga. Then she broke down and she said, that it hurts. It hurts to be pushed away. And so that was a reinforced wound from me. That was December 2018. Yep. I'm sorry I did that, Lori. <laughs> I mean, I've apologized in private. No? But yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there are key moments talaga na parang when I put them all together, it just felt like my husband was not on my side. Yes. And I feel like that really demoralized me. And when I try to think of those, parang, I don't know what to call them. They're not triggers, but they're more of like key moments. I guess those are the moments when my heart would make resolutions. Yes. You know how they say in counseling that you make inner vows? Mm-hmm that you could be aware of or not aware Which of. Which is kind of connected to our previous topic, you know, the power of the tongue. Yes. Because you're saying these confessions over your life that this is the way the world works, this is who I am, this is how God is, and your heart makes a callous there. Nagkakakalo yung puso natin. Yeah, so he would repeatedly do that to me. And of course, no, hindi to lahat aware siya. Siyempre, kung alam ba niya na yung nagagawa niya no, sa there akin, gagawin ba niya? There was a resolution in my heart as well where my resolution was, you know what, I, 
I'm too soft on this girl. You know, look, remember I told you this, where my mindset was, you know what, this girl, I, I've, I've done so much for her, I give her so much, and this is how she repays me. Fine. Then, tingnan na lang natin. Kung hindi ka makuha sa mahinahong pagsasalita, I even remember thinking, I'll talk to you the way you talk to me. I'll respond to you the way you, let's see na lang how that goes. Which was a horrible, horrible thing to do. In fact, when I confessed this to mentors, I like the way Pastor Steve Merle responded. He looked so horrified that I did that. And he said, Joseph, I think we've just found the worst thing you've ever done in your life. Yun yung description niya doon. This is the worst thing you've ever done in your life to make that kind of resolution against your wife. Yeah. So for me naman, my end, my inner vow was like, oh, no one's gonna be on my side. Yeah. So you need to fend for yourself. Yeah. And right around this time also, we were kind of shifting in a lot of our In my work, in ways. your work. Uh, yeah, I mean, and even our parenting philosophy was mm-hmm. beginning to change. My parenting philosophy was not already one with yours. Yes. And um, it felt like it was so tiring to talk to you about these changes na, okay, no one's gonna want to hear me out on this yes. again. It's just gonna be me. So And this is a great picture of how the issue is not just the issue. Because we were fighting about parenting styles or parenting decisions, but it was so combative and so like pro and cons and, and all of those things because of the history and the foundation we've described already. Yeah, and also at the same time, we were changing churches. We were parang... Still within Victoria, from Fort to Katipunan. I mean, like the branch. So, from Fort to Katipunan. So, you know, uh, I was having an... Uh, even si yung counselor ko. So, I had a grief counseling. And my grief counselor said that... Even you know, that? Do you grieve... Have you grieved your transitions in life? I was like, ano po? Ginigrieve ba yun? <laughs> Ginigrieve pala yung transition. Kala ko tinatanggap lang yon. Kala ko movement tayo eh. So, move ng move. <laughs> Oo. Sabi niya, no, because you lose something. Yeah. And you lose a part of you and you move on to something else. You need to grieve that mm-hmm. whatever you have lost. And I was like beginning to put the pieces together. I'm like, ah, okay, kaya ko na loka. No. <laughs> Kasi uh, feeling ko na nga, wala akong kakampi sa sarili kong bahay. Ayaw na nga sa akin ng anak ko. Ayaw pa sa akin ng asawa ko. Tapos lumilipat pa kami ng branch ng church. And you're scared of losing your baby every Tapos, day. I'm scared of losing my baby every day. So I I just, I think that's when I started to break down. Yeah. Well, I was still okay. And there was the saving grace of like just progressing with a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It was keeping me, although I do remember that when I was pregnant with him, there was a thought there na ito yung una kong siguro naisip ko na, oh, malala na yata ako. Kasi gusto ko na, parang nag-wish na ako mamatay. Mm. I, I was thinking, magkasakit na lang kaya ako. Mm-mm. Parang may ganun na ako. I, I never... And may parang matapos na. Yeah, I never reached that point of like slashing myself or doing something, drinking something to kill myself. And I think this is what they call the passing thought. Diba? Parang yeah. a passing... It's a passive kind of suicidal thought. Mm-hmm. Na I, I, I was telling myself na it would be great kung magkasakit ako ngayon tapos mamatay ako. And the reason behind that being nobody needs me anymore yeah. in this world. This world is not going to lose anything without me. Yeah. I could just go. I mean, you these You expressed two, that nga eh, a few times in our talks and I was just horrified. I was thinking, what? Is, what is happening? Where are these thoughts coming from? Na it would be better nga for Philip if you weren't in his life at all. It's like, ah, <laughs> Actually, nagugulat din ako na naiisip ko yun. Mm. Kasi parang, to be honest, completely honest, I judged people who wanted to take their lives before. Mm-hmm. I would say na, ay, ano ba yan? 
konti-konti lang ng problema. Quitter, ganun. Quitter, oh. nag-ano na. And then, boom, one day it happens to me and I'm like, what is happening to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would think that And I do remember getting a hold of Kate Bowler's book, yung ano, Everything Happens for a Reason and All the Other Lies I've Loved. Mm-hmm. And then there was this part there, and I shared it on my vlog as well, na gustong-gusto ko, yung part na, God is here, we are loved, and that's enough. Yeah. And I said, okay, it should be enough. Yeah. That God loves me. Yeah. So that helped me. Yeah. That helped me to parang to get on with the pregnancy and then I also kept crying kasi there was also that part na yung naisip ko lang na Manu is in my tummy. Yep. I can't die right now. Yep. I mean, it would be totally unfair to wish that I was dead and I have a baby in my and tummy. And I thought that was a godsend also, honestly. Because that gave you a sense of purpose for living. Mm-mm. But if only that na lang. Yeah, it's a godsend. This is also why I kind of say that my children save me. Uh, of course, I mean, only God saves, no? Jesus saves, excuse me. <laughs> But Ms. how does Rika. he do that, diba? <laughs> he does it through a number of things and I think he used my children largely. I think that he really used our kids to make me still live on. Yeah. Kasi nga, parang I needed a reason to live it. Eh. Actually, first time ko rin na na-encounter yung feeling na ganun. Yeah. I need a reason to live. Yeah. I never thought that I would reach that, honestly, that I need a reason to live. And partially Parang because feeling ko rin kasi ang judgment ko before was like, kapal naman ang mukha mo, take yung life mo. Parang ganyan. Mm. Pero, o oh nga no, pag nawawalan ka na pala ng rason, ang hirap na nga rin pala talagang mag-exist. And I think you could see how negative you were being to me, to Philip, to other people. And you were like, you know, if I'm causing you guys such a hassle rin naman, kumbaga the net value of my life is negative. If I take the life away, then, you know, then we're at least we're zero. You know, it's better than hurting you. Yes. It's better than being a hassle. And she would say that to me. I'm like, what in the world is this woman saying? There was nothing, I, it felt like there was nothing I could add. Yeah. Yeah. And so, why exist yeah. to begin with? And so, I was still okay until, you know, I gave birth to Manu. And Manu wasn't exactly an easy baby. He and was by a very that, difficult baby. I'm, by that, I mean, he wasn't like difficult, difficult lang. He was just really different from Philip. Philip was just so easy kasi. Yeah. And yeah. plus the fact na, hindi ko rin siguro masyado na intindihan na to have two is going to be so different from just having yeah, one. Yeah. So, And like, that was one of our big mistakes that we were like business as usual. Because mm-hmm. we were like, oh, we've, we had Philip walk in the park. So we made plans right after the pregnancy. I went to the States with Philip, you know, and we were just like, business as usual you know I, my my leaves my busyness at, at the work was just like back to normal so quickly and at the same time that's when your dad was rushed to the ER so you could just imagine I just gave birth he was just two months old I got news that my dad is already critical I didn't expect to be that affected yeah. by my dad because yun nga like For what he said earlier already, yeah. na wala naman talaga kaming relationship and I think it bothered me for the first time na wala kaming relationship. Yeah. So if after 39 years of not having anything with him I begin to think that teka muna <laughs> bakit niyo kilaling sarili kong daddy? Ganyan. That was like the most delayed aray. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> ang funny someone nga, hurt you alam mo, at 12 years minsan, old. Minsan parang gusto kong sabihin na ta- ang ako ba na hindi ko to agad naisip? And then 27 yung... years later, aray! <laughs> It's like, 
like, what in the world? Sobrang weird lang ba? Pero I think that's really how pain works sometimes yeah, yeah. and how people cope with and, and like their said, own brokenness. Then if you had been complaining, then your life from 12 to whenever yeah. would have been one big aray, 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 I mean, diba? yeah, that's true. Because a part of our training as workers when we, when I was just 12 years old is yung parang, ito totoo talaga to ha. Nung nasa ABS-CBN pa ako, tapos parang nagtataping kami araw-araw, we, we would have like super zero boundaries, margins for the way that we would... Access uh, emotions. No, not only access emotions, but work ethics. Parang we are called at 6am, di na natin alam kailan ka uuwi. Yeah. Baka 12 noon na next day, wala kami mga overtime, overtime. Walang yeah, ganun. Yeah. Oh. So, walang galang at walang proper ano sa rest ganyan yeah. walang quality of life talaga pag ganun culture na namin yun dati and let me and yung joke oh, namin lagi is yung excuse mo lang para hindi ka makarating sa taping ay pagpatay ka na mm-hmm. okay so as in like one time ang tasas ng lagnat ko i i was asking okay lang po ba na hindi ako punta sa taping today because i have lagnat they said hindi sige okay lang kahit nakahiga ka na lang sa taping we will shoot you. They were very kind naman and very caring sa set, ganyan. But it was really such a bad culture. Aminado naman din kaming lahat na bad yung kultura na yun. And so you could just imagine how that mindset onto, you know, the real brokenness and pain of being human na, hindi, the show must go on. Yeah. Yung wala, i-turn off mo lahat. Di mo pwede i-mind yung grief mo, yung ano mo. You just need to know that the show yeah. must go on. All right, everybody, we cut this episode off here because it's a For little bit For obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we still have a long way to go. Don't worry, the next one is coming out soon and so you'll be able to catch it there. But for now, let's move on to our next segment, Question and Answer. Question and Answer. Okay, what's the question for today? All right, our question for today uh, is from... Angeli, she said, please feel free to mention my name. She said, do you have a five-year or 10-year plan for your family? Did you have one before you got married? These are some of the things I've been scared to think about as a young adult or college student. Well, Angeli, I don't know if this will scare you more or comfort you, but we don't. <laughs> we, we don't have a plan like that. Um, I don't know though. Are there families who do that? I don't know. Maybe. Because yeah, I, I, I can see the reason why you would do that for a business. Yeah. But I don't know. Unless there are like very obvious reasons like let's say migration. Mm-hmm. Parang, syempre mm-hmm. those would need timelines. Yeah. But if you're pretty much like say set where you are. Let's yeah. say you live in the Philippines and there's not much change that you're anticipating. Or like, let's say if the career of one of the uh, people in that household, so probably mostly that would be just you and the spouse, diba? Na yeah, yeah. Parang magkakaroon ba ng changes in the near future? Mm-hmm. Siyempre, I guess, you would have to do that. Yeah. But for us kasi, there was nothing like that naman. Yeah. And I think, Anjali, the reason why we're like that is uh, our lives change so much. And I, I just think, sweetheart, like let's say, if I made a five-year plan in 08, we would be so devastated. Yeah. And then like, again, 09. Okay, I'm going to marry her next year. And by then what? You know, my job has changed. Your job has changed. Like what year did, would we have made a five-year plan I think the that most, would have been consistent? The most that we've planned was when to have the baby. Because yeah. uh, that was at least uh, something that we could calculate very clearly. Yeah, because but even that did not go according to plan. Why? Well, we wanted to have a baby 2011 pa lang. 
And then Philip was born 2014. And then we wanted to follow him up in 2016. Yeah. And Manu was born ah, 2019. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, correct. So like none of our plans no, but would have remember pushed through anyway if we made them. That we in in this in 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 a way we didn't have we didn't start trying for a baby sooner yeah. when we could have because only because I was still in school. Yeah. And we just wanted that out of the way so we I could focus because it, the end was in sight now. Yeah. So, so if anything, Angelina, na lang natin yun. But that's that's the most I guess we've planned. It's more like milestones. Like we look ahead and we're like, we see this major mountain coming up. Let's make sure we're able to climb that when we get there. You know, that's it. And so I don't know if this will encourage you, but if you don't have a five-year plan or you're more responsive because of how life happens, especially now, like with the pandemic, that's not a bad place to be. That's a great place to be. Okay, cool. I hope that answers your question yeah so that's it for this first half of our and mental health yep, journey you're gonna hear from us again next week i hope that your your hearts are okay yeah it ends well <laughs> or it's still going well. it doesn't end okay bye bye the views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of podcast network asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.